The Israel Report for the latest news and insights with Anthony Reich. Well, uh, Rolin can't join us today. Yeah, just wishing Rolin all the best with a sore throat. Uh, joining us today, Anthony Reich, uh, our correspondent from Israel. Anthony, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. I'm sorry. I almost said good morning. I'm so used to saying good morning at the, the time. <laughs> I was waiting for some kind of slip up. Yeah, you're used to the, the Howard Farman, the mayhem gang, aren't you? <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a morning person. But um, before we talk um, about the, the, the bits that we wanted to talk about, there's just some breaking news. Sure, Anthony. Which is that there has been a stabbing attack um, earlier today in Israel and um, apparently two IDF soldiers were quite seriously wounded. At least one of them was quite seriously wounded in the stabbing attack. We understand that um, the terrorist um, was at the Trifin Junction when um, that he tried to apparently grab a weapon that belonged to an IDF soldier who was in that area. Okay. Um, he was stabbed. Um, another soldier nearby also um, was stabbed and, and what happened on this occasion was that three civilians who were unarmed apparently came to the rescue of these two soldiers who were attacked, um, by this individual. Um, one of the, uh, per- people who, um, came to the rescue said at first they didn't realize what was going on. Then they suddenly realized that there was, um, a, a terror attack and, um, and, and that one of the people was actually in a car, put his car into park, flipped up the handbrake, ran towards the incident, uh, punching, kicking, and um, doing everything that they could to subdue this terrorist um, who seemed quite determined to carry out the attack. So what we know at the moment is that one soldier has been quite seriously wounded and the other one not so seriously wounded, but nonetheless wounded in the stabbing attack. And, of course, this is all just on the eve of uh, the, the uh, festival of, of Pesach, mm-hmm. which uh, will come in tomorrow. So um, not good news, unfortunately, for, day, for today in terms of the breaking news that we have. Indeed, Anthony, just wishing them the best, uh, those who were attacked and what would be unfortunate now for the one that was in serious condition. You know, just wish a speedy recovery to everyone. It's one of the questions I actually want to pose uh, towards the end of the program, but for now, um, Israel has been accused of carrying out attacks against targets in Syria overnight. What is uh, What more is known about these attacks? Well, and not for the first time, because this is the fourth time in the space of a week that Israel is being accused of carrying out attacks against targets in Syria. What we do know is that um, the targets that were, at, uh, were attacked last night um, were targets quite near to Beirut, the capital of Lebanon, right. um, and what we understand is that um, there were some Hezbollah um, locations um, that were attacked, also some Iranian um, uh, locations in that area of um, Beirut in Lebanon. Uh, sorry, not. Uh, let me start again. Not in Beirut in Lebanon. I'm, I'm starting again. This is in Damascus in Syria, okay. the capital of Syria. That's where the targets were were targeted. Um, on the southeastern side of the city of Damascus, also quite near to the international airport. Um, we understand from the official reports in Syria that some of these um, uh, weapons, some of these missiles that were fired towards these targets were intercepted, but ultimately um, there was damage caused. We understand that people were killed in the process of these attacks. And there were some reports that suggest that some of the people who were killed were civilians at a glass factory nearby the area. Um, 
and we're not quite sure whether those people who were killed uh, were killed as a result of fire from the incoming targets, mm -hmm. uh, from the incoming missiles, or whether indeed um, there might have been the anti-missile system, right. which also apparently um, caused some damage to the area. So um, Israel um, apparently... Um, being very active in, in trying to um, protect itself and protect sure. um, civilians against what could be quite significant issues. And we understand that there's a lot of weapons movement from um, Iran mm. towards Syria wow. in that Damascus area. We understand that T4, one of the big military airports in Syria, has also been attacked over the last week or so. So, so this is just a continuing story about ongoing attacks in that are taking place towards targets in Syria. Indeed, Anthony. Uh, I, I raised this question with Roline a couple of days. It seems now within last, uh, the last... Okay, not that this has not been happening previously, but there seems to be an upsurge, an increase in this kind of uh, enemy activity taking place in Syria as of late? Um, there does seem to be an, an, a slight uptick in recent mm. times, although we can never really tell exactly when attacks do and do not take place because um, what's ironic about all of these attacks is that we're reliant upon the Syrian media to report it. Israeli media doesn't say anything, and of course it's the IDF's general policy mm -hmm. not to talk about and sure. things like this, they never really acknowledge um, that these attacks have even been carried out by the IDF. So we're reliant upon Syrian media. We don't know whether they, when they do and when they don't report things. But there does seem to be a general increase in the activity of these attacks. And I'm guessing that we can link mm -hmm. it to the movement of arms from Iran towards okay. Syria and potentially onward to Hezbollah in Lebanon. Um, but um, it's very, very hard to tell. And obviously, this is all being, um, if indeed it is Israel carrying out these attacks, then mm -hmm. it's all being intelligence-led, meaning that as the intelligence information becomes irrelevant, Israel is likely to strike while the iron is hot, literally. Indeed. Anthony, let's move on from uh, physical attacks and on to, shall we call it, cyber attacks. Israeli websites have come under concerted cyber attacks yesterday and today. So which uh, Israeli sites were targeted? So um, what um, some of the media has reported is that Israeli cyber security company Checkpoint had its website taken down, which, of course, is, is being reported with a certain level of irony because the Checkpoint system is the one that's really being used quite extensively to protect against cyber attacks of this nature. And yet their websites seem to go down, at least for a short time today, uh, when it came under this concerted attack from a group calling themselves Anonymous Sudan. That's apparently the name of the group that's um, carrying okay. out these attacks. And um, they also have carried out attacks against Israeli university sites. Now, um, they, they were very um, eager to trump up the fact that the university sites were taken down and the hackers have said, well, the Israeli education sector was dropped because of these attacks and, of course, blaming it on what uh, they've called what they did in Palestine. Uh, so this is kind of some sort of a revenge attack, apparently, for um, uh, security events that happen within our region. Um, fortunately, the checkpoint site now seems to be back up, as indeed okay. um, are the sites of the various universities. But we also understand that the cyber attack is supposed to increase over time, mm -hmm. and there is a statement which has said, Watch out for what's going to happen on the 7th of April, whatever that might be. I guess we will all be watching out for it. And I'm, I'm sure that at the same time, the anti-systems, uh, all the cybersecurity systems right. will be beefed up in order to 
um, be uh, to be protecting um, Israeli sites against whatever is intended to happen on April the 7th. Indeed, it uh, seems intentional, doesn't it, considering what time of the year we find ourselves during this holiday season. Uh, yeah, well, we can only hope for the best, can't we, Anthony, that things will be overcome and then they'll be able to be able to, like, uh, shall we say, yeah, uh, oversee the situation and uh, prevent such uh, whatever we mean meant to look out for on April the 7th. Yeah. Anthony, speaking, yeah. well, let's just re- reflect back on what you mentioned earlier on. You know, these attacks that are happening right now, as we approach uh, Pesach and uh, Easter, what, what is the what is the mood like? The situation like in Israel right now, as we are on the on the eve of Pesach and uh, Easter, you know, considering you know tourism, uh, holy sites, uh, given the recent uh, protests we've had, what is the general mood? What what atmosphere are we sensing right now? Um, and let's not also forget we're in the middle of the the, the Muslim holy month. Of course, Ramadan, in the middle, the middle of Ramadan quite too. Quite right. Um, so all of the three festivals coming together this year, all at the same time. Mm-hmm. The general mood is positive. Um, there have already been um, activities in relation to Palm Sunday, which was last Sunday in the Christian calendar. There right. was um, a lot of um, activity in Jerusalem in mm-hmm. relation to Palm Sunday. Um, of course, uh, the work leading up to Pesach. Um, is it very much felt in Israel with lots of activity going on. The mood is generally positive. People feel that they can go about their daily business. This coming weekend will be, let's say, the height of activity, both in indeed. the Christian calendar mm-hmm. and indeed in the Jewish calendar, when on Sunday in particular, there will be what we call Birkata Konim, the priestly blessing that will take place at the Western Wall um, on Sunday morning. We're expecting tens of thousands of people to turn up at that event, and clearly it will be um, highly uh, secured um, by all the various forces. Um, so I think the general mood is that we're going to go about our daily business uh, celebrate our religious festivals without any hindrance, but sure. with caution. And I mm-hmm. think that the Israeli security forces are um, beating themselves up to cope with that situation. Um, and so people will, I think, just celebrate as they usually will. Tomorrow night, of course, being the Seder night, mm-hmm. most of Israel will attend a Seder of some sort with their friends and with their family. It's expected to be a very busy night. And of course, as we head into Pesach, um, this gives me an opportunity to wish um, you, the listeners, um, whether it be Chag Pesach Kasher V'Sameach, a great festival of Pesach, or whether it be a happy Easter, uh, or whether it be a Ramadan Karim, um, I hope that you will be able to celebrate your festival in the way that you know how, in peace and in security, and of course, uh, with the things that you traditionally like to do. And best wishes to you, Anthony. Thank you so much. Chag Pesach Sameach to you, and well, to all listeners, we say happy Easter and uh, Ramadan, wishing everybody blessings at this time, as you say, the Abrahamic faiths, celebrating the special time of the year together. It seems like it's the first, from what I've gathered, in conversation.